Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the nation's favorite podcast, Insane in the Membrane. Insane in the Membrane. Hello. Welcome. Are you well? I'm glad. That sounds. I'm glad you're well. Yeah, me, I'm fine. Thank you very much. Thank you for asking. This week we're at Comedy Central. Uh, the wonderful Comedy Central let us uh, have another room where we can get some recording done. Thank you to them. Um, and the, my mighty guest this week is Mark Steele. Now, Mark Steele, I've been a massive fan of for many, many years. He was the first comedian that I ever sort of heard that sounded like me. But sounded like he'd read a book. Like he understands politics, and that—that that was the first time I thought, "Well, yeah, oh, if he can do it, I'm sure I can." Um, I, I'm, I failed massively, but it gave me hope. And I've been a massive fan of Mark's for many, many years. We had Mark's son on Elliot Steele a few weeks ago. You might remember. Um, so it's nice to to get the uh, get old pops on to have a, a chat um, again. Another a lovely man. Uh, very open uh, and from my neck of the woods actually I grew up in Orpington in Kent and he's from Swanley just up the road so yeah nice to nice to get him on board and have a chat I've met him a few times we used to play football together on a Thursday comedians football which is always great fun the pair of us massively shit at that but we didn't we didn't give up we were very very uh, tenacious to say the least so please welcome Mark Stim you're doing your own show from doing Leicester yeah. say the Leicester something or other and the show starts at eight. Now, I'm really starting to panic if I'm not at the theatre by six. Yeah. And I'd really like to be in the town by about four and just become acquainted and climatised. I'm in Leicester and remember where I am and yeah, get your head and then get it. me head around it and set a couple of bits up and go through the music and how it starts and everything. And then, especially if it's if I if it's stuff I haven't done all that much, I'll write it all, you know, little bullet points out so I'll make sure I can remember it and all that. Yeah. And uh, if Elliot's doing Leicester at four, he's still in the house. <laughs> and I thought, we had this show tonight in Leicester. Come on, boy. <laughs> It's four o'clock. Um, oh, well, trying caught past four. I've got to be there. Hey, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> There's loads of comics like that, though. They'll go like you'd be going right. We've got to go Leeds. Like we're all car sharing, and then one of them, I'll go right. I'm leaving it. I'm leaving at one as I'm oh. driving. I'm leaving at one. So we get there. We can have a bit of dinner. Yeah. Get your head around it, like you've just said, and then you get, and then I get a phone. Can we leave at three? 
Oh, no, you mental. No, you fucking nutcase. <laughs> Not <laughs> the stress of that. Yeah. But I used to be like that. The stress <laughs> that. And I think when you're doing your own show, you really notice it because I know the first time I, I did a place on my own, the first time ever, and I was used to that mentality. And I got there about 20 minutes before the show, and there's yeah. all the people in the foyer and that. And the bloke's going, Oh my God, <laughs> I've been, oh my God, I, ju I was just about to cancel it. It was 20 minutes to go, yeah, what's the matter with you? Cancel it, swat. Now, I've, I understand it now. Yeah, yeah, you know, he's it, putting it, the posters down. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah, so now, I just to get rid of that. Have we started yet? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so now... I'm in the No, no. Well, I suppose that's probably pertinent to the you know subject we're talking about because I it, that is one way that I've reduced a bit of stress in my life is yeah. just to go, right, I, I don't know why it took me so long. For years, I'm getting... And I remember that it was... Uddersfield was the worst one. Like, that was oh, not the worst one, but it, it was the one that finished me off with that. Right. So ever since then, I've been getting a place on time because I was uh, I was late getting there. Oh, it must be 15 years ago. And it's like 25 minutes or something to the to the show starts and I'm fucking lost Jesus. and I'm in and I'm going around a one way system and I've, I, I remember I rang this bloke at the th I rang the theatre when I was off the come off the motorway and there was a sign Uddersfield yeah. and it said four miles so I thought okay so I, I rang him hello right I, uh, Mark I'm come, I'm on my way I'm on my way but I'm four miles so I've, there's a sign right, right and, and, and it's got Uddersfield four miles and so I just need to know how to get there exactly with a one-way system and all that. And the bloke went, well, where, whereabouts are you? And I said, well, I'm right by this sign off the motorway that says Huddersfield four miles. And he went, well, basically, you're not that far. <laughs> I said, I oh, know I'm not far. I'm fucking more accurate than that. I'm four miles. I just need to know which direction. I can't just go four miles in any... By fucking some magic work, whichever direction you go in from this side, four miles, yeah, yeah, takes yeah. you to the fucking theatre. <laughs> and, I, and, I and then so I got caught and I thought, no, that's not helping because he's all flustered. And he, and he, and he said, or his exact words, because I did start the show off with this. And, uh, I said, look, what... What? How do I get there? And he went, basically, just keep going, and and then you, when you stop, that's you'll be there. <laughs> not, what? what like when I run out of petrol? Is that it? Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and I was so stressed. Get that four mile radius. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you go all the one way, so you can see it, and then all the signs. Oh no, the only way to get. So that bit that's 30 yards away is to turn left and go round the ring road and to up to fucking Newcastle. <laughs> oh, no, you go on and you're so... And I thought, there is a solution to this, which is don't get there that late. Yeah. And now I'm the other way round. Now I get there at one in the afternoon. Oh, and one around yeah. others food. Yeah, 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 yeah. But and then I'll... Yeah, get your head around it. Oh. But is that... Do you think that's because of the club thing? Like, we get to the gig... You get to the gig half an hour before you do on or whatever, 15 mm. minutes. I suppose once you start doing your own shows, it takes a while to adjust. Yeah, it does, yeah. Is that? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It, it, it definitely does. It definitely does. And, and But, you know, that's, so that's, I've managed to reduce one bit of stress a lot from that. <laughs> and now there's only 900,000 other, other sources of stress 
to to just deal with. Yeah. I don't know. I would take all the psychologists of the world to deal with all my issues. You know, like the Oppenheimer project where they got all the just scientists, it all out. all the scientists in, across in America, yeah. and they got them all together to try and make the nuclear bomb. That's what they need to do. <laughs> Working. No, faster, faster! Come on, the guy's crazy. Come on, we've only had two years. <laughs> we need to find out what makes him tick. Come on. I don't think they'll ever suss it out. The fact that we get up and do what we do... Mental. It is mad, isn't it? It's mental. And I haven't sort of done my own show for about three months, and that's disastrous, because I've got... uh, As we sit here now, I've got in two days' time doing the Acme Empire. Nice. And the trouble is, I'm thinking... What? What am I doing? So if you keep doing it, it's all right. Probably like being a serial killer. As long as you keep going, you're all right. If you stop for six months, you think, what am I doing? Sawing people's heads off and putting them in the fridge. But if you keep going... <laughs> you, don't think, you haven't like got time to think about it, have you? You haven't got you time, don't, to time to think about it. And now I'm thinking, what am I doing? How many people? What, they bought tickets? They're more mad than I am. What? Oh. It's nice, though. You're in a position where people are coming to you to see yeah, you. Yeah, well, then, that's, even lovely, that's relative, it? though, isn't it? Because, you know, you're always, uh, you're always in, a, in a flap in this job. I'm sure that, uh, you know, I'm sure that when people are selling out, I'm sure, I, I don't know, one day Kevin Bridges will only sell out 15 nights instead of 20 nights oh, at an yeah. arena. And he'll be going, oh, so, <laughs> oh shit, uh, that's it, I'm done, I'm, I'm over. Hell, I'm fucking finished. <laughs> got, got 25 minutes to sell out the fucking 15th night. <laughs> Uh, but so it's doing... always it's it's all relative, isn't it? You know, so you know, and, yeah. I, and and I know it's ridiculous because you think, oh, well, I've only oh last year I sold that many tickets, and now it's gone down by thirty five. <laughs> <laughs> but that's I not. Think... I don't think that's a personal thing. I think that's just the state of things at the minute, isn't it? People are more reluctant to go out maybe yeah I don't know there's always reason but that's the terrible thing when you if you've not sold tickets somewhere then that someone will try to make excuse (laughs) it's it's because it's a Saturday and people on in Nottingham never come out on Saturdays and also it is the fifth round of Strictly Come Dancing which is always (laughs) a difficult night (laughs) yeah there's always something and and it is sort of quite mild and the people in this town don't like mild weather and and they've got a new one way system on the far end of town and that's probably it and uh, I mean that is something that really uh, I think that probably is one of the reasons not the main one but I think that is one of the reasons why comics go a little bit do lally is because that is, there really is no hiding from the fact. If people don't come to your show anymore, it's or even if it goes down 10%, yeah. well, then it might be because there's a recession or something that might account for some of it, but really it's a reflection of you're not as popular as you were last year. And conversely, you know, when it goes mm. up, oh, this is good. And there, there isn't really a lot of hiding from that. And you can blame it on publicity and the poster was no good or whatever, but... It it it, it yeah. is sort of, and it's you, isn't it? Which is what yeah, actors don't. Right, they yeah. might go, "Oh, this play was just shite," you know, and it it was just a bad choice that I was in that play, or I was in a you know brilliant actors or in films that are just rubbish and nobody goes. It's not a reflection on them, but with us, it's oh, just us. You know, it's just us. If people don't come, or if it doesn't go down very well, or something, that's it's you. Yeah. It's like they're going, "No, no, no, it's not your act, mate. It's it's, it's you. you personally, you." Just you. 
<laughs> if it was just, someone else saying it, the words, yeah, much better. Yeah, but, it's but you, it will cunt to be honest, mate. <laughs> and, yeah, we realise now you're a cunt. I waste all this time on you, you cunt. <laughs> when I come to see you a couple of years ago, you weren't a cunt back then. You are now. <laughs> just an old cunt <laughs> moaning about toasters that talk yeah. to you. Yeah, <laughs> fucking thing. <so. laughs> yeah, we were talking about that, weren't we? That does yeah. really. And I wonder, you know, I don't know whether that. I've got an old chunk of the act now. It's just growing and growing, which is just modern things that are complicated. That just, and I I don't know. I don't sort of, you know, I think you're mm. a bit like this. We're not people who sort of sit and analyse it the way no. like Eddie, you know, will, will really analyse sort of why that's funny in, a, in the way he does or whatever. I just sort of think... Oh, I think that's a funny way of saying it. But I suppose if you were to, uh, some of the stuff I do, it's it's the, what people find funny, if they find it funny, is the just, I am genuinely <laughs> in a rage because I used to be able to change a light bulb. It was the only mechanical thing I could do. Like I used to look forward to light bulbs going out. So I could go, oh, I don't know how to do this. Turn it on, thing, and put another one in. Click. It's worked. I've done it. I'm like Edison. Look at that. It wasn't. It was dark. And then, and now I've put a new one in, and we can see. Oh my god, himself. Yeah. And and that's the only mechanical thing that I am capable of at all. And now you don't get them bulbs now because, like everything else, there's a choice about six hundred of the fucking things with stupid pins and poxy stuff, fucking bracket stuff, everything else. <laughs> I don't really want to do the act, but I will. Oh, but in the yeah, show, yeah. I say now. Now, if you want to change it, you have to dangle from a helicopter and drill through the roof. <laughs> I've got, I'm just, and every bastard thing is like that, and it does get me. I really, it's genuine. I'm sort of in the house when you buy some contraption, and it's just, and it used to be like we were talking about taps out there. That's it. Fuck yeah. it, tap, hot, cold, marvelous. <laughs> Whoever invented that, marvelous. Whichever Victorian fucker invented that. Marvellous! Yeah. Hot, cold! You can, if you want a bit more hot in, do you know what you do? You turn the hot one and then more hot comes out. Or to cool it down, turn the hot Now it all comes out the same tap and the fucking thing's wobbly so it pisses all over the floor and the time it's fucking complicated. Now there's them ones we were talking about where you've already hot to... Already red so hot, now yeah. the only way to tell is it hot or cold. Ah! <laughs> Fuck it! Why fuck about you fucking arsehole? And it genuinely makes me so angry and I suppose people are going, ha, 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 look at that. He's, he's such an actor acting to it. No, I'm fucking not. I'm not joking. Fuck Brexit. Put that on the back burner. Sort this shit out where everything has to be complicated. And my son, who's been on this subject of this, of course, he's 23 and he's the opposite. And he goes, I got a thing. Uh, I got, um, there was this horrible, horrible sort of bloody a cupboard thing like a I don't know like a chipboard thing right and the telly was on there it just looked like the ugliest now I really <laughs> am not Mr sort of taste and no, decorative and nice. we have an interior designer that comes in <laughs> and it's marvellous we're only £3,000 and he turned the rug round five degrees to the left and my feng shui I'm, we're not like that as you can imagine so uh, there was just this four mic, a horrible thing the telly was on. Uh, and then uh, there was one, it wasn't that expensive, like a hundred quid or something, a really nice bit of furniture, cupboards and all that. But it was a really lovely little yeah. old thing, you know. And uh, it was up the antique shop up the palace. So I was, well, I thought, oh, this is all right. And I got out and chucked the old awful one out. And Elliot, my lad's come in, 
What's that? <laughs> old feet. <laughs> old. Why do we have to have old feet? It's beautiful. Put the other one back. <laughs> no, no, it's horrible. But this is old. <laughs> I haven't done it yet. I thought I've made a note. I will do it one day as a, 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 in the act of going like, I could bring the Mona Lisa in. <laughs> oh, what's that old shit doing here? 1560, whenever it was made. Fucking put a new one in. A dog's playing snooker or something modern. Shit is shit with old, with all paint over it. <laughs> oh, no, so he, he yeah. likes any minute that's modern, you know. Minutes, so. But he doesn't care. He don't care for the for the antiques. Oh, no, he's got no time for it at no. all, you know. But it's beautiful. <laughs> is it? Is it? Is there a lot of that between the two of you? You seem to get on really well. I mean, I met you playing football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You seem to get on really well. Yeah, I think, I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Well, with your kids, you know, you just, uh, it's never sorted, is it, that? One of the things you learn as they get older is that uh, the worry never goes away. No, it just, never. It just changes, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, my lad, the other day, he's, he, he works at this, he, he delivers drill bits and tools for this warehouse. And the other day, they gave him they, they, they gave him a new job. They said, right, you've got the van, and you're driving the van into, into the city, you're gonna. You got a couple of jobs for you, and if you do all right with these, we'll we'll give you some more. So he, so he ran me up. He's all excited. He went, oh, Dad, they're giving me some more responsibility, and gonna drive the van. And you've driven the van, haven't you, Dad? I went, yeah, 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 I used to drive a van. He goes, yeah, he goes up in up in London, Dad. And I'm like, yeah, and that'd be good. I mean, are you gonna be all right? He went, yeah, yeah. And he was a bit, it's a quaver right, in his right. voice, and I'm like, oh, no. quiver in his voice. And I'm like, do you want me to come with you? He went, no, 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 I'll be all right, I'll be all right. I'm like, I'll come with you if you want. I said, we don't have to tell them. I'll wait around the corner right. and I'll come with you and we'll go up and then you can drop me off and then right. you can come back. So so we did that. So I get, I live in Leon C in Essex. So I drive to him in Gravesend. So I leave my house at bollocks o'clock in the morning. Right. So I'm ready for him at half eight, working around the corner. I have a bacon sandwich from the caravan and then he picks me up and off we go. And as we get into it, we, we were coming up into the city and then the Extin Extinction Rebellion people had got in the way, said it was all kicking off. So the traffic was mad. I'm trying to guide him and he's getting up with me. And then by the time we'd done the two jobs, I think he was just livid that I was there. Right. <laughs> I think I got more in the way than I did. Because yeah, I'm trying yeah, to say, look, the satin is saying here, but you can't get down that way because it's blocked off now over the yeah, over London Bridge. Yeah. You can't get down there. He's like, Dad, will you shut the fuck up? Yeah. Oh, no. So yeah, you try and help. I know, but, I think, yeah. yes, but, uh, but that's probably as it should be. That's probably you doing a good job, really, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if he can, he can oh, Dad, I got it, all right? Can you just get out? <laughs> yeah, I know. And then you, uh, I know. And if it was anyone else other than your kids, you'd think, you cheeky <laughs> fuck, I fucking got up at one time to drive down here, you fucking arsehole. <laughs> but with your kid, you sort of, you go home, you think, oh no, did I do the wrong thing? I did, did I, I did. Because at bank, because you go across, you go across, I mean, it's London Bridge, yeah. and then there's that junction where you can go off like five different ways, and one of them takes oh, you to yeah, that's a bank. bastard. Yeah. yeah, you get on the wrong one, and you're all Yeah, well, that was it, because there's a little turn Grace in Grace Church Street. Takes you down. And it goes up to Liverpool Street. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. But before that, as you come over the bridge on the left, this is a proper blokes conversation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the left, this is the most. <laughs> this is man. a podcast. <laughs> Never mind this other one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. a podcast, blokes. <laughs> talking, about like, talking about directions. <laughs> nah, what you can do, right? Because <laughs> yeah. then you've got your monument on your right. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know where you mean. Don't go left or you're right up the fat in You can't go left now. No, no. Yeah, yeah. fucking towards Cannon Street. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, 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 oh,
I went. I was at the when uh, years ago. Years ago at Sellers Park, I've been to season ticket over there many years, and uh, there was two blokes in front of me. They were gas fitters, all because you're stuck in the same seat every week because it's season ticket. Or the minute that they get there, about ten seconds before the game started, game starts. Right. All right, uh, Terry. Yeah, what's it? Yeah, what's it? About? Oh, tell you what, this week, and they were gas fitters. Nah. They sent me out on a job down Lewisham, right? I, honestly, they go, so I'm down, you know, Lewis, yeah, oh, exactly like we've just been, yeah. And then, and then they call me back into the office and then send me back out down at Lee High Street. Well, I could have done that right next to the other one. They don't even out on a job in the office. That's the trouble with that's the trouble down the office, Terry. I know it is, Steve. They go, and then they send me back the other way. I've got to go right through. I'm stuck up fucking out. I'm in the rush hour. I come in. I don't yeah. Free all, you know. <laughs> and I just was so tempted. I go, sure, you shut the fuck up. <laughs> At least pay some fucking attention to what's going on. At least notice when someone scores. <laughs> There's only three of us here. Why have you got to stand in front of me? <laughs> Oh God! Every, yeah, every, every, yeah, every so that went went wrong yeah. over there. Well, it was it was yeah. Well, I because I said to him, yeah, you go left here, just for the end of the bridge. That'll take you underneath us, and that'll make me go back out <laughs> along by Tower the Tower of London. As we go across, that's all blocked off because there's this building site. And he went, all right, well, where do I go? I went, well, uh, probably, oh, no, you can't go left, that's Cannon Street. You want to go? He goes, where the fuck am I going? Oh. And he ended up, we ended up going to Wolves Bank. And then he went, just shut the fuck up, Dad, I'll do it. <laughs> and then we went to turn right towards Liverpool Street and off. And then he found his way. <laughs> and I went, all right. Oh. I said, and I had to go and do a thing. So I was in the city anyway. I went, look, just drop me off here. I'll let you, I'll let you, oh, I'll let you get on. And <laughs> he smashed it. And, uh, yeah, Siggy, yeah. you might get your first one-star review if, from just on your directions. And said, I can't believe you didn't know. You can't go to Everyone, I know, I know. No, one-star. He should have <laughs> I've lost my man badge. <laughs> oh, I know them things, no, them things do when you get, but it, you know, it's, I suppose it's as it should be, you know, in a way. And it does bring you down to earth. I mean, I used to cycle about London all the time. And so Elliot was, um, it was just me and him uh, for, for quite a long while at Crystal Palace when he was sort of between 10 and 15 sort of age. Yeah. And so sometimes I'd have to do something. There was a couple of, sometimes you'd do things that would be like reasonably, you know, profile-ish sort of thing, some yeah. programme on Radio 4 or something. And then I'd, and then I'd have to sort of, I'd up, you know, up on the push bike after doing this and I'd be with someone like, I don't know, some some fucking yeah. Jonathan Dimbleby or something. <laughs> Someone, and then I'd have to yeah. get shaved, get me shorts and go, Jesus, I've got to get back and it's all raining. And I'm, <laughs> I'm sort of getting, but I've got to get back because I've got to pick him up from school, you know. And it, oh, and it's, shit, uh, yeah. But it's, in a way, it sort of brings you... It keeps your feet on the ground, doesn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah, it does. I remember the um, well, taking your kids to school does, doesn't it? I remember oh, God, taking yeah. him and his, his sister, they went to the same school. Uh, and then... One of the other mums, one of the other mums, like I was a mum. <laughs> anyway, we'll get on to that little period in my life. <laughs> so one, of the, one of the mums said to me one morning, she said, you um, uh, you travel about a lot in your job, don't you? I said, yeah, but yeah, I do a fair bit, yeah. She said, yeah, because I know some days after you've dropped, dropped your kids off here, you go all the way up into London, don't you? It's from Crystal what? Palace. And I thought, oh God, that's what you mean by travel about a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is you go from Crystal Palace 
into the middle of London. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate, some I, yeah. miles, you know, and I thought you'd be, yes, I, uh, you probably saw me on that programme that we recorded in France. Then, uh, yeah, yeah. You go all the way up to London. Yeah, yeah, nine miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I know, I grew up in Orpington, not far from yeah, Swanley. Yeah. So, I'm, yeah, people that, they go to London at Christmas to go and see the lights. Mm. Yeah, and yeah, even, yeah, and that yeah, was, yeah, And that was an epic well, journey. Well, we were like that. Yeah. London was a big thing. We went, my mum's parents, no, my mum's, what, what is it? My Yeah, my mum's parents and my grandparents on my mum's side, they lived in Birmingham. So we'd go up there once a year. Yeah. And that was a big thing. And for about a month beforehand, they'd be planning the route <laughs> and ringing people to see whether there was a... You know, and you'd think, well, you've done this enough times. Yeah. And then they'd, they'd sort of talk about where we were going to stop and which... Oh, there was a Jesus. cafe. And then my dad would get a bottle of lemonade for the trip and sandwiches would be made and we'd leave at six in the morning and the neighbours would be waving <laughs> you know, out. All that going like we were off to fucking climb Mount Kilimanjaro. And, and, uh, and I think of that sometimes now, you know, in our job, when we just sort of go, uh, oh shit, I've got yeah. to go to Cardiff. And then you sort of off you go and then you come back again that night and then you've got to get up. And it's, it, yeah. it's mad, isn't it? It is I mad, I mean, normal yeah. people, even now, my next door neighbour, he can't. No. He goes, he, I, I had the funniest conversation with him because I've been to, in fact, I it was Leeds, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I said, yeah, I was in Leeds last night. Last night? How long were you up there then? Well, last night. Yeah, they can't handle what? it. <laughs> and it, what? What do you mean last night? Yeah. Because to him, you know, Leeds would be a place That's to a go. Day. That's a day. That's a day. You're not worth going up there unless you're there for a month. <laughs> and go, Leeds? What? Yeah, yeah. What? I did the show. And then what? Well, then I come back. I'm here, and I? <laughs> yeah, but not last night. Yeah, last night. What? <laughs> well, well, you'll have a rest now. You won't be going anywhere now. Yeah, I'm going to Dorset. <laughs> what? Today? <laughs> they just called. And of course, they're right. Of course, they are. It's insane. What are we doing? Yeah. I did it last Yeah, last Thursday. I was in. I drove to Liverpool. Right. I drove all the way to Liverpool. And then all the way back again. And I'm like, it's just, that's just what you do. But like you say, if it was someone else, they would, it would be just a holiday. That's a yeah. holiday destination. Yeah. But we go, yeah, yeah. Liverpool today and <laughs> yeah, you're on a budget. And then I was, like, <laughs> I was like Falmouth the next day. Oh, so that's I mean, a big long one. That's a long one. I had to stay over for that one. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, yeah, but they yeah. put you up, which was nice. But yeah, you just don't think. You just go, that's where I'm going. Yeah. So I, all of these, all of these, I don't know. It's no wonder. We're, I think, I, well, there's probably two things really, isn't there, I suppose, if you're one of these sorts of... Uh, people who analyses things and and stuff cause and effect and all that but i think that the comic is probably quite skew if in the head in uh, they it attracts people who are like that in the yeah, first place definitely and then the this mad life makes you even more like yeah so uh it's it's not a cure <laughs> it's somewhere a channel it, it gives you somewhere yeah, to put it yeah yeah i suppose because it's all we can do isn't it you yeah. know you feel wrong you know i i, I mean i know this oh well this is the sort of thing that can end up getting you banned from places but i do sort of in a way i can't know what it's like but i can imagine you know when sort of gay people say 
I was 19 before I could actually admit yeah, to myself yeah, I was yeah, gay. Yeah, yeah. And up to then, I was just sort of living a life. Yeah, and I'm thinking yeah. that's sort of peculiar. I know it sounds a really stupid, stupid, stupid thing to say. But in a way, being a comic is a bit like that. Until yeah, you, yeah, sort yeah. Of act, you think, oh, I'm, and Jack D said, he went to the comedy store. I don't know what age he was, 19 or something. He went to the comedy store one night. And while he was watching the comics, he thought, now I realise what's wrong with me. Yes, I'm one of them people. Same, it's, same. That was this exactly the same for 32 years. I didn't fit in anywhere. I didn't feel right. And then I worked, started working up the creek. I know I miss that all the time, but I started working up the creek and I went, oh, we are. This is it. Yeah. This is it. These are my people. I felt more comfortable <laughs> talking to you lot than normals. I'm like where my home is now, isn't it? <laughs> now you sound like Elliot. <laughs> But it oh, does make sense. Bruv, like, you was one of my people put it there, bruv. <laughs> What's this old shit, Dad? In, his, in my crib. That needs, like, mushing up in my crib, that shit, you know. It's like, new and shit. You get me? It's like, new and shit. That's what you need, you know. Like, it's old shit from, like, 2012 and shit. You get me, fam? Like, set fire to it, mush it up, bruv. I love the way that, that young people talk. It really... I, I, I say this on stage. Because I did some, I, I had to do community service a few years ago, and I worked. I was with these young lads, and I learned a lot of the words that they all use. All right, like blaze some zoots. He's gonna go and have a spliff. They'd find a dark oh, corner somewhere. Yeah, they'd find a dark corner on the Broadwater Farm Estate where we were, and then they blaze I up. If that's North London, then yeah, it's North London. Oh, I don't know. Mate, no, I don't. Oh, Broadwater oh, Farm's oh, North London. Oh, what do you think? There's different words, different, yeah, different yeah, yeah, areas. Yeah. But it was a lad in the cricket team I playing because some of them were like that. They, they and that, oh, so yeah, combined yeah. with cricket, you know, some of the Asian <laughs> lads and stuff. Like, bro, that's a sick cover drive you get me from here. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> so, but one of them wore his hat at a certain angle, and that was like a, a you know, that's South London. Bro. You don't want to be wearing like that. That's North London and shit. You really, know, you're getting bear trouble, isn't it? So it's like shit. Yeah. Even in cricket. Yeah. Fuck, man. <laughs> Fucking hell. Keeping it real. Yeah. In the- yeah. <laughs> Mate. Well, I didn't know that. I didn't know that at all. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This show is made by Dark Horse Digital. Shooting, live streaming, and podcast production. You, I was, a, I've been a fan of yours for years. 
because you were the first comedian that I ever heard that was talking about politics and talking about things that the, the want another word the grown ups talked about, but in an accent that I I could relate to, and that, oh, that right. was, yeah, which I'd never heard before. I think there is sort of there is something about. Um, well, you, I suppose people feel like that's you know, that's someone I can relate to because yeah. it's someone you know we're probably from similar backgrounds, and and so I suppose that's inevitable, isn't it? I mean, mm. it's like you know when you hear sort of you know Jamaican people might say, oh, but, uh, you know, I, I'm trying to think of who they might say now, but someone who's sort of our age, yeah, um, they might go, oh, then I saw this person and I thought, oh, there's someone in culture, but I don't know, Benjamin Zephaniah or something, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. there's someone I can relate to because they're talking about things in a yeah. way and so on that I go, I suppose in a funny sort of way. It made you it know, more, you get, yeah. Because it there was, yeah, there was so it was so dominated by by middle class but I mean it still is in a way it still is nowhere oh, near you. as much but it's still behind the scenes it's the middle class is still they're still in charge of it all oh, of even though they're talking yeah. about diversity it's still yeah. white middle class people making the decisions yeah yeah, yeah. that's where the, cha- the change and of course be, as, yeah. as it's so much more difficult now to um, to get into sort of industries like the media and yeah. journalism and stuff like that because it's just expected that you'll be an unpaid intern for That's a right, year yeah. and stuff, or you become a runner in a production company with no money. So if you you've got to be from a background where your parents can sub you out That's to a right. certain age and yeah. something like that, so it's making it making it harder in in a way. And um, I mean, I've got to. Oh, I don't know if Elliot will thank me for this because this is his this is his story, <laughs> but he, he, he'll. I mean, he's going to make it into a very funny routine, I think. But he was telling me that a, um, that a researcher rang him for some program or other. This is very recently, uh, and said, "Yes, we'd we'd really love to have you on." Um, now, what was your background? Right. And he said, "Well, a sort of middle classish background, really, in, in sort of <laughs> South London." He said, and she went, "Oh, that's a shame. We really wanted someone who was working class." We were hoping that you were the sort of person who ate a lot of tinned food. (laughs) 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 Brilliant line. Should I do it? Should I do it? It's his line. We had a brilliant. I will. He had a brilliant line. He said, "I think she she mixed up being working class with cats." (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Elliot Steele. Oh, that's massive. He's got some other lines, but I won't do them because he'll do them himself. That is very, very funny. But what a what a load of bollocks! What a bollocks! But that, and of course, you do sort of. What do you say when someone like? um, Yeah, well, that's what they want, isn't it? Oh, so it's wonderful how you. Yeah, these people are. Oh, oh yeah! Oh, you went I, to I food mean, banks. Food banks must be oh, must be so earthy, so real. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you oh, have do a come down. custard powder? Did you? It's <laughs> true. Ditch? Did you? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's true, isn't it? That's what they want. These fucking idiots that aren't. Mm, they've yeah, never yeah, had. They've yeah. never. No, they've never had to struggle. You up and you can't. And you can't help being. I mean, as you get older, you know, I can't. I mean, I'm, I'm all right now, so I can't really complain about about. It's not the same as. But I remember when I was, you know, in my twenties and skin and living. Oh God! In fact, I did. I had a routine. I've just thought of this because it's it's actually not that dissimilar to Elliot's story. It was someone, um, someone said, 
where, oh, where do you live? And I was living in a council estate on right. uh, um, in Tulse Hill. And this and this bloke said to me, someone in the media said, oh, a council estate, that's very artistic. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's never been to a council estate, yeah. has he? Yeah. I mean, I there's a whole thing of, oh, the piss in the lifts just makes you think about the space and boundaries and redefines it. No, it doesn't. Yeah. It means the lift's yeah. fucked yeah. again yeah. and they're pissed no, off no, that of it's course. not working. No, no, it does. It really does. They don't have a clue, do they? I, they I, this know. is true. Someone who, I was on a panel for a reason I can't remember, long time ago, probably about 1990s, and it was all sort of an audience there. I think it might have been in a comedy store, I can't remember. And someone at the audience asked a question why do you think it is that so many people in influential positions in the media are from the Cambridge? No. Yeah. Uh, why is that? And someone on the panel who'd been to Cambridge said, who was influential, said, well, I, you know, I don't know. I just seem to be natural to me. I mean, I, I mean, I certainly got into a position where I could sort of hire people. I I was obviously going to sort of hire the people I, I knew and, um, and were familiar with. And, and of course, I'd been to Cambridge, so lots of them were people who'd been to Cambridge. And he just thought that was natural. Just natural. And I, and I said, oh, I'll do the same then. Uh, when I get into a position of power, I'll employ my old mates from Swanley Comprehensive. <laughs> <laughs> news. That's it. Fucking hell, it's all kicked off in Syria, wasn't it? Look fucking at that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what the fuck are you going here for me? All this, you know what I mean, mate? It's Boris, he looks like a nonce, look at him. Yeah, fuck that. What's the weather like? You, what are you fucking looking at? With the fucking stocks and shares. <laughs> oh my just, God. Just normal. No, just, well, that's it. But that, employ, that's the what employs the people run trust. Oh God, it's so... And even now, they, this is like we've already said, this thing about diversity and... Yeah, absolutely. We should be there. Should be more diverse people on television, but it's still the white middle classes making the choices, and they're still going for people that are like them. They're not really. Yeah. There's a whole circuit of black acts. There's thousands of comics that travel around. They do the black circuit. You know, but not going anywhere near those people. No, they're like you're like go there. You want real people? Go there. But then I suppose there's sort of the you know, the media changes and that the the. Lots of those sorts of acts of that generation, they're probably not so interested in the telly now. Though they're more likely to go, well, we'll go and do our own little thing. Do it thing. ourselves, yeah. And uh, we'll put things on YouTube, Instagram, and all that sort of thing. And then eventually someone from BBC Three or something calls them up and says, come in and we've got an idea for you. And they go like, well, what do I want to do that for? I've already yeah. got a million followers. Or yeah, yeah I'm fine. Like, Pay me house off. I'm all yeah, right, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what that is. Like, things like podcasts, is that there's that punk element yeah, yeah, you can do yeah. you can do and say whatever you want, and yeah. yeah, there's no one can tell you not to, and it's and they, but there are they're talking about um, someone was telling me the other day they're obviously watching it and keeping an eye on it, and eventually they'll bring in some kind of fucking guidelines and, and rules. Putin will run it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's going to happen. I've heard my mate Ken told me. He, he knows because he works down the council. <laughs> He's probably listening in now. Yeah, yeah. Ken, I mean. What do yeah. you talk about with this? What is this Cambridge? Do we have people there? So did you go you did you go to uni? No. No. I didn't know. And I'm not proud of this. And you know, the thing is having having you know, a son and a daughter, it was it made it very difficult with them when they were sort of asking about a school. I mean my lad was not that wasn't 
wasn't quite his world really the academic world and it made it hard for me to sort of go look you've got to do your work yeah you never did did you no No, and I used to have this conversation with him many times no I didn't but that wasn't a good thing I was an idiot you know I'm not proud of that I I, I hated school and I did my first routine I ever I ever did and it must have been because it was obviously yeah I felt it at the time it was a whole thing about being a 15 and stuff when I first started in school and I just if I remember how it went there was one bit one or two bits I I look back on I think I'm really proud of that because it was one (laughs) bit was like yeah I don't get it it was the the, the, and then you get told off for not listening listen listen why aren't you listening it's the only job where you can bore someone and then blame the person that you've bored. And I think I didn't think an actor in a play. Ah, thee indeed, Romeo, there forever. You, third row, fifth seat, pay attention and you come back tomorrow and watch the whole thing again and all the soliloquies twice. Uh, and... Uh, I think I had a line, it is the borer, not the boree, that is, that is the problem here. If you don't want people to be bored, don't be so fucking boring. And that's, so that's... Uh, and yeah. I was bored at school. I hated Nearly school. all the time. Yeah, you know? I so, was the same. Yeah. Never, never, nothing. There's nothing excited me at all. None of the teachers gave a fuck. There was yeah. one... Mrs. Where was it? I went to Ramson School for Boys in Alpington. Right. There was Miss Stevens, I think in my third year. She she liked me, right? And took and she tried to help me, and she was great. There was Mrs. Sinclair when I was younger. She taught me how to read. She got me. She helped me understand oh, words. So yeah, yeah. But the, apart the, from the great seems, ones, are, yeah, you remember forever. Absolutely, the evil yeah. ones you get. Yeah, there I was, was a bloke yeah. at um, my school, Mr. Turton, uh, and he was the only person I can say this about. Uh, he was he was so foul. Right, he used to uh, during because uh, each day a different teacher used to be in charge of the, uh, the dinner time. Yeah, and they were the that designated teacher for that day. And most days, such and such would be the you know, and they would just be in charge. You wouldn't really know who was in charge. You go up, you get your dinner, you sit at the table, yep. you have a chat. and and then you go off and play about in the playground. I'm talking about junior school here, so right. like between seven and 11. When it was Mr. Turton, he was, and I think about back to some of the things he used to talk about. I remember him doing a lesson once about how, what an evil institution the United Nations was, for example. So he believed in the natural order, Britain, okay. you know, was all of that. He was clearly someone of the far right and he was, he, he believed in order and discipline in that yeah, way, okay. you know. Going colonising everybody. <clears throat> yeah, 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 and yeah. the kids, you know, children should be seen and not heard and all that and given a good idea. He used to give people to slipper mm. and stuff, uh, you know, some minor transgressions such as right so when it was his turn to be in charge of the the dinner hour no one was allowed to make a noise of any sort what so all these kids whatever it was i don't know maybe 150 kids or whatever would be in this this canteen sort of you know there in the dinner hall just what not just mild yeah, noise yeah, yeah. of knife, not even you know not careful not even to go t- no. No talking, nothing. And whenever it was him in charge, there'd be one kid who you you have a little plastic beaker and they'd pour sort of go and knock this oh. beaker and go on the floor. And Turton had come over, 
grabbed the kid by the scruff of the neck. Big bloke he was. You know, yeah. Grabbed by the scruff of the neck. You lose your dinner. You got marched to the wall. You'd stand there with your hands out. You know, like yeah, they yeah, make yeah, political yeah, yeah. prisoners do in jails. You'd stand there with your hands up against the wall, and then you you might be an hour to the end of the what? dinner hour, and that's what they do. Yeah, that's what we do. Utter, utter arsehole. And then when if you were playing either football or cricket in the um, in the field there, mm. he would just come out like in the Kes film, except without the wit or charm. <laughs> he would come out and just he just go into the middle of the game and dribble round four uh, kids who are nine yeah. and he dribble round and score a goal. I say you kick a ball. This Prick. bloke is like 40, this massive bloke. Or he just snatch a cricket bat, poof, and knock this soft ball and go, yeah, yeah, yeah. go and get it, throw the bat on the floor. Oh, and I remember when, I must have been about 25 and I remember me mum ringing me up and going, uh, oh, you remember Mr. Turton, that teacher, he died and it's the only time in my life I've heard someone's died, and I thought, good. <laughs> I mean, I don't, you know, I mean, you don't wish that on anyone, but no, I mean, Mugabe dies. I think I'm not going to shed a tear for Mugabe, <laughs> no. but I didn't think good. But I did with turn, I did because he was worse than Robert Mugabe. <laughs> Fucking hell! <laughs> I'd rather have had Robert Mugabe <laughs> running the dinner hour. At least he'd have let you talk. <laughs> it was only to see if you had to say all praise to Mr. Mugabe. I was going to say, as long as it was about him, you're fine. <laughs> But there were those odd teachers like that that were just they would they just take their shit out on all of you, yeah. just horrible horrible pricks. There was one that was our French teacher and it was in the in those where you'd sit with your headphones on right. and they listen oh, to the, the tape. Maps, yeah, yeah, language yeah. damage. Oh god, I got so <laughs> terrified because that because you could hear the click would go and he'd listen yeah. to you oh, and he'd be no, sat. Right, yes, yeah. yes. And he'd just sit. He looked like a vampire. His hair slipped back when he had this like what was that called? A widow's peak. Yeah. He had that, and he just sit and he glare at her, oh, and it got to my. I used to deep. bunk off that lesson every yeah, single time. Yeah, surprise! Fucking terrible. Only looking at yeah, him. it was horrible, horrible. Oh yeah. god, as if that's how you learn. Le chat, le chat est dans le jardin. Le chat, le chat est dans le jardin. And then he and then he listen in, and then his voice would come over, and he'd go again. You know, oh god, horrible! It was horrible, and I remember. There was a, I mean, there was Mr. Thomas who I thought was really cool. He was like socialist worker and he wore Doc Martin shoes and had his little round glasses and and he loved Elvis Costello and I thought he was really cool. But it turned out he was a cunt as well. <laughs> <laughs> I made him a. Oh, that's a nice story because it goes one way and then goes another way. I got like a little short story in eighteen words. <laughs> I like Mr. Thomas, but it turned out he was a cunt and all. <laughs> Well done, Richard. <laughs> that had a twist. It's nice, isn't it? It's like a Beatles song. <laughs> I made he him was a, a cunt. He was a cunt. Thomas. I made him a cassette of uh, two albums that my dad had of Elvis Costello albums. Now, I, thinking back, yeah, he probably did have them because he's a fan of Elvis Costello. Yeah, so I made this tape. Gesture. I took it in and went, oh, Mr. Thomas, I've made you this. And he slid it back over the desk and he went, I've already got them. What yeah. a... So if you're listening to this, Mr. Thomas, what that's a fucking stuff. All yeah. right, Mr. Thomas, here's a fucking lesson that you yeah. could fucking learn if you're a teacher. Show some fucking grace. Yeah, cunt. Yeah, and like, to this day, and that's 30 odd years ago, to this day, I still think, if I see him, I'll fucking Oh, I'll wouldn't it be him. brilliant? <laughs> get some musicians we know to do a version of Tramp the Dirt Down, but make it about him. <laughs> Let's find him, yeah, send it to him, cunt. 
The best one, though. Thomas's army has <laughs> fucking has gone away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> arsehole. Honestly, it ruins it. If it pops into my head every time yeah, I... Yeah, I bet it does. I don't yeah. just think they have no idea of the no, damage give a shit. they do. No. These people, the damage. I mean, everyone you speak to... Well, you must have had this with everyone who comes on here. I bet everyone's got, like, teachers who yeah. just put them down, who just were... I hate it. It's just sort of... I think it's the thing that riles me more than anything else in this world seeing that yeah because you just think the damage you do you you fucking you just tread on on a child like that that's trying to be creative trying yeah, to think it, yeah. you know or not even the French thing you know so you, yeah. you there was probably a that's probably affected your ability to learn a language. Absolutely, because yeah. you would. Because instead of like thinking of the the joy and the wonder of learning a language, yeah. they just make it a thing that why aren't you listening? That's it. And the damage you yeah, fucking yeah. do, you bastards! And then as a result of that, all the creativity that's lost, and then you've got all the people you see driving around angry and fuming. That's all comes exactly, from. That's not yeah. been helped, is it, by the fact that they've had teachers just writing them off and all that. Oh, the creative you're so right the creativity I used to draw I used to love drawing I used to love drawing I used to love my music but it all gets stamped out of you like you say because yeah. they just they don't want that no you've got to learn this you've got to do this so we keep the numbers up so we keep our well, jobs in some ways it's worse harder for teachers now in a way I feel for them because they've got to abide by all of these sort of uh, um, league tables and so on mm, so yeah, and yeah, exam yeah. results and so you know, kids now, even when it's stuff like, um, well, even PE, I couldn't believe it. My lad, so this is, you know, it's seven years since he's been, he's been at school. But I, I, what did you do in PE today? We had to do an essay about agility or something. Yeah, what? right. <laughs> <laughs> PE used to be just yeah, like because we there's an exam and there was a <clears throat> when my daughter when my daughter went to school, I went along to the uh, the open evening thing and. Some of the teachers just delightful and everything. And then there was one teacher there. Oh, it was so sad. He looked a lovely looking bloke, but had a sad look on his face. And, you know, parents' evenings, you've got five minutes, haven't you, with That's all these right. different yeah. teachers and you're buzzing about. <clears throat> and then there was the philosophy teacher. Mm. And my daughter had gone along to these philosophy classes once a week. And it was a sort of added on thing, but there was no exam or anything. Yeah. And because there was no exam and therefore it was never going to be tested, it. Yeah. Then no no other par just, parents weren't, weren't bothered because care. it wasn't out. What marks are you going to get? Uh, so I said, go on, we're going to go and sit and talk to him. Yeah. And, and he said, oh, hello. And, and he was like that. Oh, oh hello. Thank you. But um, you don't have to come and see oh, me, you know, because there's no exam. Heartbreaking. Or, and I said, Oh, I, I really want to come and speak to you. And then he was sort of like, yes, well, you know, your, your daughter, you know, she's very good at asking questions and that in the class. And it's quite, and um, you know, we have some quite interesting discussions. And I thought, you poor sod, yeah. and your post is just going to be completely done away with at some point. So, yeah. Because there's not an exam in it. You know, yeah, it doesn't do any, it doesn't help. And, yeah, exactly. And so, well, you know, oh God, really, well, how about if you, if you would take this to a comic sort of uh, um, extremity yeah this is where you would go and it happened for real I've got a, a very good friend who's a teacher and she retired and one of the things that finally did her head in was that there was a part of the course that she was doing where she was teaching kids about the holocaust and the headmaster said uh, 
we don't see the point of doing that anymore because it's not part of the exam. What? It's not part of the exam, therefore. Why do you want to teach kids about the Holocaust when there's not an exam at the end of right, it? Right, okay. There really is no point to it. Fucking it hell. No. You so there's no point in learning about No, you don't need to know about that. Fuck me. <sighs> just to keep the numbers up. Just to keep Ofsted happy. Yeah. And all that bollocks. Fuck me. But in a way, I suppose you could go, well, it's the system, it's not the individual, and I don't know. Uh, but it's, but, yeah. So I just... It does really, really enrage me that, and you, you, I think most people, almost everybody, has got now. Especially when you're a kid, I used to have a lot. Of, what was it a line I had about kids? You can't when they're a kids. When the kids five, they can't stop asking questions. No, of course not. Like why can't cats talk? <laughs> Who invented cheese? How much does the moon weigh? Why, 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 why is the sky blue? Why aren't I upside down? And then it's like we go fucking kids asking questions. I know we'll send them to school. That'll stop that. And, that's what, and, and it's that's what it's we true. seem to do, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and then yeah. we make them go. Never mind about why things happen. <laughs> Say it after me. Le Chate Don Le Chardin, not Le Chardin. Wilson! <laughs> oh, it's terrifyingly real. Oh, God. The garden oh. is masculine, boy! <laughs> Learn it! Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh god. oh god! We did a sketch. Me and my mate Pete Clear. We did a we did a, a radio show. The uh, solution, Marksdale solution, it was called, and we had. I think it still goes on Radio Four Extra, and some of it is awful. But some <laughs> the idea of it was each week there's a a different mad idea of how yeah. to change society. And one we had, and this is the one, I mean, one there was one that seemed outrageous at the time. Uh, it was like, everyone should have, should be forced to be gay for two years. <laughs> <laughs> and, so uh, 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 th- that sort of thing. And then we try and argue that this yeah. will make things better. And one of them, and, I, and the more I think about this over the years, I think we got that right, was that no one should be allowed to go to school until they're 35. <laughs> and I, <laughs> and I, because well, if you get a 35, you people, you know, and you'll meet some, the, you meet, I bet you get chatting to the dustman, it turns out they're fascinated in First World War aircraft. I mean, <laughs> always, but at school, yeah. you don't, you'd think, fucking, no. up, they crush it out of you. And we did one sketch, and it was, this is the, all you do is you just learn lists. And uh, and we had a sketch where it, where it was the teacher, and they just, they're just making the kids learn all the Scottish second division teams yeah, right. in alphabetical order. <laughs> and all the kids are going, I, I don't know, whatever it was. Hello, uh, oh, bro, Berwick, Cowd and Beef. And then one of them says Dumbarton instead of East Five or something. <laughs> Since when have Dumbarton been in the second division, boy? Get out! <laughs> Maybe you don't think it matters whether or not you know the Scottish second division football teams in alphabetical order. Is that it? Do you not think it matters? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Learn it properly. <laughs> it's true, though. It's so fucking true. It's all bollocks. You don't. I wasn't interested in anything until until I was older. Yeah. I don't. Didn't give a fuck. But now, well, you probably were, but yeah. they just just made it seem that it was. Well, they weren't talking about things that I gave a shit about. Like, I didn't. I've said this before. I didn't give a shit about the Normans when they came over. Right. I didn't give a shit about the back then. Now, you go, oh, that's interesting. Well, that's, you know, because, you know, we got invaded and whatever, and then 
language changes and word, new words get introduced and things change because people coming over and, and, and taking over and so I'm interested in it now but back then it didn't it didn't really but there probably was a way of making you interested in probably, it probably but they didn't but, they, but if yeah. it's sort of done you know then you've got to do tests and draw yeah. a picture of a Saxon shield or something it was all that yeah but you know there probably were ways of, there must be ways of making mm. it interesting how can it not be I mean I, you know like I did one of my in town shows in Hastings uh, in the last series and it's funny. It's funny that Hastings, <laughs> not me, it never do with me. It just, it is funny, Hastings. funny that Hastings <laughs> boasts about, you know, when the country was invaded and we let them all in and everything. And since then, the same barons have owned everything and they changed <laughs> yeah. our language and took all our money in taxes and ruined everything. And it's, they still own it after a thousand. That was us. <laughs> yes. And it was, uh, and there's some, very funny about it it's like 1066 country it, and, yeah. and they've got uh, all of these all these actually it's my producer Carl who's brilliant he, uh, and he found all these com- all these businesses that, that um, like there's a 1066 jazz club and a 1066 <laughs> leisure centre and a 1066 fitness class <laughs> and there's loads of them we had there was one we did a joke with a 1066 vets there is <laughs> I said that must be where they go I'm afraid there's nothing we can do for Mr. Tibbles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down in that area. Have you, have you, there's a van that goes around, William the Concreter. William the Concreter! <laughs> there's a builder called William the Concreter. <laughs> really? See, now that's brilliant. That's brilliant. I like that. He probably yeah. trained as an electrician thought, this is too good to miss. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, William the Concreter. That got a big laugh because they all know it and they know, you know, from the outside. Yeah. yeah. How ridiculous, William the Concreter. But it's... Uh, <laughs> It was lovely, and I just sort of there was loads of stuff. I was I, mean, I was amazed at how little we know that it's all guesswork. That most of what we know is from the Bayer tapestry. That's pretty oh God, much yeah, all we yeah, know. Yeah. So that's bollocks because that's just total guesswork. Yeah. And then it been, and I was, I was sort of reading about, it and I thought, I know I don't know. I'm not a teacher, but there must be a way of making that interesting. Yeah. See, now talk about this now. You're like, fuck. You know, it's amazing. I'd love to go and find out. And they don't find know where it is. They don't know no. if it's in battle or not even battle now. Even that's no longer sort of thought to be probably where it was. And right. Stuff. So what? And then why do people care where it was? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, much more interesting than back then. They just told you the facts. You had and to then remember, you've got to remember them. them. Yeah. I, the one thing that did stick in my mind, though, Ferdinand Magellan. Oh, who was he? The, the, he was a he was an explorer, and he go. He was I think he was Portuguese, and he went around and he was exploring. And I think he ended up on an island, and he got eaten by the by the by the people on the island. Oh, <laughs> and that stood him. Oh, and I remember my dad taking no, me. Yeah, I'd be I'd be was insured. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ringing about me brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Well, he was having a good trip, and he's got he's got eaten, mate. Yeah, I don't know what if you can I claim for that. <laughs> Oh. What would that come under? It's not an act of God, is <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah, they claim it, wouldn't they? <laughs> oh, poor sod. No, they just say, well, actually, yeah, we don't cover that. We don't cover cannibalism. <laughs> One of my oh. favourite jokes I ever did was that, was about, I remember, was about the, the dates, the obsession with dates. And, mm. and uh, you know, when did it happen? When, 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 when? As if that's the most interesting thing. That's it, yeah, yeah, thing, yeah. You know? Never mind when, when it was. When was the Armada? It's the least interesting thing is knowing when it was, you know. And uh, how did it go? His joke it was um, 
it was you know oh yeah in the battle of hastings when was it when 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 <laughs> and that's the most least interesting thing about that i said and i bet i bet even in 1071 people were going oh it can't be five years ago already. <laughs> <laughs> oh it, well, no it was 1067 when steve got leprosy oh my word it flies <laughs> 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 it's as soon as you leave school. i think probably the best thing i ever did was leave school i was ordinary 16 when i left and just uh, stopped going I stopped going. Then yeah. I got expelled, which I thought was one of the one of the. How did you get expelled? Yeah, I got expelled for not going. <laughs> I got called in to the Doctor Henry, who was the uh, uh, Ed Master. Got called into his office. He was an alcoholic, do- dead now. Uh, and I got called into his office, and he said, and he had a, he had this sort of voice, like oh, that, yeah. impre- probably first impression he was doing this voice, like, and he said. Uh, uh, and he said, you can no longer attend the school. I remember thinking, what the punishment for not coming in <laughs> is to not be allowed to come in. I've <laughs> <laughs> up for robbing a bank. I am sentencing you to taking all the bank's money. It's like, <laughs> 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 I'm the happiest moment in your life. <laughs> I'm not only do I not have to go in, I'm not allowed. Even if some mad fit of fucking mania, I go, no, I really ought to go in. I can't! <laughs> I tried. I tried to go back. I'd left. Um, and the girl I was seeing at the time was in the sixth form. And I again, I stopped going. I forgot. I just forgot where my exams were. Right. Didn't bother going back in. Just stopped going. But then I had, I was doing all these different shitty jobs. And then I had this moment. These two wires touched in my head. And I went, I'm oh, gonna, oh, maybe I should go back, try and go to the sixth form. So the, I can't remember his name. He was my English teacher at school at one point. Um, one of the things he told me was, he said, right boys, one of the main things you need to remember now you're at this age, clip your fingernails. Oh, all right. <laughs> That's what, yeah, he you told us that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, so that stayed with me. That's what Mark's for there. Then Ofsted would be very, all the boys are, are ignorant. None of them know a word of French, but excellent fingernail work. He said, don't upset your girlfriend. He says, that what is? I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, thanks yeah. for that, mate. But then he had me in. And he, and I remember, and he did, and he sat me down and he went, look, Rich, he goes, you're a nice lad. You're a very nice lad. He goes, but you're not academic. No. You're not academic in any way, shape or form. This isn't the place for you. And he was right, absolutely right. So I just went trundling off. I think I went to some, I went to Croydon, Croydon Y training. All right. Yeah. Oh, at the this, college there on the... It's near there. It was in a little a little house on the, it was like, there's like a, underneath the the bypass, underneath the Flower, overpass. Yeah. There's a there's a, there's a roundabout and there was a, there's a little mini roundabout and on that was this house. And in there was Croydon Y training. And it was where, that's where I went. Oh. That was my sort of college. And I went and learned, I went to do um, community care, City and Guilds community care for two years. Now was there. that right? Yeah, all right. I was the first bloke to do it, apparently. All right. I had a lovely time. Yeah. And then I got my girlfriend pregnant, so I stopped going. Well, yeah. So that was nice. So, right. I was, so I learned. So at least that's a nice reason for not going. Yeah. Insane in the membrane. So that's where we're going to leave the chat for now. But in part two of my wonderful chat with Mark Steele. And then I hated being at home and I didn't get on with me. My dad was in a, a asylum by then. Bloody hell. First of all, um, I suppose we ought to talk about that, shouldn't we? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, given the premise of the, the podcast. But the, uh, yeah, me, me, yeah, me dad uh, by then was in this home. Right. And these were your adopted 
parents. Yeah, so I was adopted at a very young age. So make sure you're subscribed and we'll see you next time for more Insane in the Membrane. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Made by DarkHorseDigital.co.uk. Shooting, live streaming, and podcast production.